what are we doing? I I have no idea. I don't know why am I nervous. I'm just sitting in my apartment on a Saturday, talking to myself, um, talking to my mic, talking to all of you, who whoever that might be. Like, what I I was on local TV. Um, I've done a, a tiny bit of like national things, but I am more nervous talking to my computer than any of those things. Um, so what are we doing? I don't know. Um, but we've made it this far. Scoop Du Jour has done its thing. And um, we will continue doing that. But we're doing a solo episode. Um, so what exactly will that an- entail? I don't know. But keep on listening and uh, you'll find out. Um, what am I doing today in my um, Saturday solo endeavors? Well, um, I've deep cleaned because like that's what everyone does on a Saturday, right? Um, but you know why you deep clean? Because your mom's coming to town and she can't see like any piece of dust, right? Um, I'm super clean, but like there's like a different level of clean that you are every day. And then there's a level of clean that you are when your mom comes to town. So you deep clean and then you clean again for the cleaning lady who's coming the day before your mom comes, right? So like everyone does that, right? So my mom's super clean. I'm I am very very clean. I was joking to my mom this week that I'm the sweeper. Like I don't I'm very sentimental, but I don't even want to keep little things. Valentine's cards she sent us um as much as I love them, like I don't want things anywhere, so I'm so so clean as I've said 400 times now. Um, but it, it was a whole morning of cleaning for Miss Cindy's arrival. And then the cleaning lady will come and do it again. But I, who all did this growing up? You clean for the cleaning lady, right? So there's cleaning for yourself. There's cleaning for the cleaning lady. Then the cleaning lady cleans for everyone else coming, right? Okay. Glad we understood that. Um, And then there's, you know, me trying to figure out what my weekends look like now that I don't work on them. And that's been like such an interesting, um, just kind of, it's like learning about myself again. It kind of feels like when I graduated college and had to learn how to be an adult, um, you know, you're, you're 22 and you're learning how to live on your own. And not that I'm living on my own now because I'm in this fabulous city and I have this grown up job again, but I have my weekends off. And I keep telling people when I check in with my friends, you know, how Chicago has life, how's your boyfriend. And I keep telling everyone it's a bit of a role reversal now because I work a traditional Monday through Friday, nine to five. And I was so used to working nights and weekends all through my twenties. Um, And now I'm kind of on the supportive end of that while my significant other goes through residency to, he is a doctor, right? But like to become an attending doctor Um, for people who are familiar with the terminology, like you um, are, are an intern, if you will, for three years or more, or, you know, four or five, six. And um, I kind of am getting a glimpse of like what it was like to, date me while I worked weekends and nights and crazy schedules. Now, granted, I didn't work 80-hour weeks and I wasn't saving lives, um, you know, unless you were saved by the sports score or the analysis. But um, it's like such an interesting 
you know, role reversal, if you will. So speaking of interesting, so is doing this and being solo because I'm so used to talking to other people and I just can't believe I'm talking to myself and like, why am I so nervous doing it? Um, So what am I doing today? Um, I am reflecting on the fact that I left traditional sports broadcasting eight some months ago. And I wondered that whole time when I was leaving and after I left and when I decided to take like a career jump and life jump and all those things, um, how and if I would carry on my passion and do like the things I wanted to do um, and like continue the sports broadcast journalism, right, in a way. And here we are doing this podcast that I always wanted to do, um, 16, now 17 episodes in with some incredible guests. I've had so much fun and I've learned so much and I hope everyone that's listened has had so much fun. It's not going anywhere. Um, but I just figured I would like jump in to just thank everyone and just it say how much I've enjoyed it and just kind of take a, a moment to acknowledge how proud I am that we are here and how just cool it's been to live this passion project. Um, I think we always like throw around that term and you're like, can I actually do that thing? And like, yeah, you can, as long as you pour time, effort, and energy into it, because it's certainly not easy, but it's worth it. So the thing that I always ask people, and I made a joke about it last week on when I was making those Valentine's memes, um, you know, I always ask everyone, what's the best piece of advice? you've ever gotten. And I've gotten, it's so funny from every single person, I've gotten a different answer. Um, and I've learned so many cool ones, but I figured I would share my own because I've gotten great pieces of pieces of advice from so many mentors throughout the years, from family members, from friends. And I'm not saying I'm the best person to give advice to people, but I think I give pretty good. Um, and I thought I'd share them. And I was discussing with friends and family this week, Um, and just kind of reflecting on like how much these kind of core pieces have stuck with me through the years. And especially in this year of change for me personally, I think, um, they're kind of my, my core, if you will. So, um, just jump right in. How about that? We're not going to drag, uh, drag on anymore. So the first piece is one that my mom always says, and I think a lot of these will come from her. So she might have to be a future guest, right? Because Mr. Black was already on. So we might have to have Miss Cindy um, and share her her words of wisdom. But the first one is, when you get where you're going, don't forget to look behind you. She always says that. And the the way that it came to be, the way that she told me it for the first time, I think, was when I was applying to jobs in college. Um, I applied to so many. Like as a you know, aspiring sports broadcaster, you're applying to hundreds and hundreds of jobs. And I'm sure in so many industries, you do the same, right? But in sports journalism, particularly, there are so few jobs to be had. And then you're also, you know, going against the fact that you really aren't that good when you're right out of school, right? So you're applying, 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 probably far beyond where you should be. And then, you know, there just aren't a lot of jobs. So um, I would reach out to all these people and just see, you know, if they had any advice or if they knew anyone or if they could, you know, just put me in contact with the right people or just look at my reel or whatever. And some people answered yes. 
you know, they would help me. Um, or they would take a look at my stuff or guide me in the right direction. But a lot of people didn't. And um, whether that was someone who had made it really far or just someone who's in the local business. And my mom always said, when you get where you're going, don't forget to look behind you. So when whether that meant when I got to Greenville, Mississippi, or when I got to Fayetteville, or where, wherever I may get in life, whether that's continuing sports um, or continuing climbing corporate America's ladder, um, don't forget to look behind you. And I think a lot of people do. Um, I think it just means answer that email from the student who's looking to you as a mentor. Um, never be too good for someone else and never be too big. I, I'm sure so many people witness this in the workplace, especially. Um, but someone's looking at you as someone who's just really cool, as someone who's a badass, someone who's just needs your advice, needs your help. Um, and I, I think we can all take that second or I always say it like this, take that second to just tell them you don't have a second, right? I'd rather have that email that says, hey, I don't have time for you, um, but I'd love to put you in contact with someone who does, or hey, follow up with me in a couple of weeks when I do have some time. Um, I've, I've been guilty of saying that too. You know, I, I don't have the time at this time, but I should in a little bit. Um, so when you get where you're going, don't forget to look behind you. It's so simple, but I love it. It's my probably my favorite piece of advice. This next one is another Miss Cindy one, and it is something we've heard my brother and me since we were little, and it is if you always tell the truth, you never have to remember your story, right? So it's when you're playing with your sibling and you're little and something gets knocked over and your mom says, what happened, right? You just tell the truth and you won't get in trouble, right? And I think this even translates to when we're adults and maybe some, there's a conflict in the workplace. Um, just tell the truth. You won't have to remember anything. I can um, think back to my last work situation and um, my last, my my job and, you know, some conflicts, um, many of which, you know, I won't go into a ton of detail, but um, were really, really tough to deal with and, and just tried my spirit and tried my heart and, um, you know, things that I would have to talk to managers about and, and human resources. And um, I just remember like this, explosive situation, um, that, you know, was, was elevated. And, um, what I asked my parents, you know, what am I going to say? Well, how am I going to tell this, um, this story? And it, the story is the truth, right? So that's just what you, you say is the truth. And you don't have to remember it because it, it's, it's true. You never, you're, you're never going to have to remember it. Um, of course, some details here and there, if, you know, it's been a long time, but I think um, that's so important, right? You're If you always tell the truth, you'll never have to remember your story. It will always stay the same. And um, I'm sure everyone can think of an example when maybe you or, or someone else didn't tell the truth and then their story changed, right? Fourth one is like one of my favorite ones. And I think a few years ago, I made this a resolution to, as soon as I was thinking about someone, I would check in with them. And I, of course, you know, you fall off. Oh, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. And then you forget to check in with them. But as soon as you think of that person, you text them or you call them. And even just a couple of weeks ago, one of my really good friends from college was like, she's in grad school and something she was doing in school, they were talking about Chicago and she texted me right away. And I was like, that's such a good example. So as soon as you think of that person, text or call them, like, why, why not? Right why wait? 
Um, and I think along that same line, it's you're never, your circle's never going to be too big. When I had Joy Taylor on, she and I were talking about a girl gang. And I think for guys listening to this too, like you can never have too many friends. Um, I don't subscribe to that. Like, oh, I have, you know, a close group already. Why extend it? Um, the more the merrier. I just think, why not have have as many people in your corner, in your circle as possible? So to summarize that one, it's just like as soon as you're thinking of those people, reach out to them, um, even if you do all the time. And the last one um, reached out to um, my significant other for this one who said what he lives by is do the hard things now. And this really resonated with me because it's similar to what Jonathan Stewart said when he was on the podcast, which is regret hurts more than discipline. And I had never heard it like phrased like that. Um, but it's so true. It's like, do the laundry now, right? You're going to regret that it's piling up. Um, work out now. You're going to regret that you don't feel great at the end of the week or eat well. Your body will regret it. It's so simple. But if you do the hard things now, you will feel so much better mentally, physically, um, whether it's studying, whether it's cleaning, all of these things. It's just, it's so simple, um, but it has such a lasting impact. And uh, back to my mom, she and I were brainstorming about, you know, so many examples for this one. And it just, it, it's something where like, if you just make this small change now, whether you are 15, 20, 25, or 55, you will see such great impact in this one. Um, that's that's life-changing, right? Like if we treat our bodies right now, um, you can make such a great impact later on. If you study hard now, you can get into a great school or a great program. Or if you work really hard at your job now, you can make a, a career change or a, a change within your um workplace now. So I love that one. I could think of so many examples and it's something I definitely want to implement, whether it's little, you know, changes of folding the laundry as soon as it's done or um, working really hard at something I care about. Um, I can think of so many examples without rambling, but um, to kind of summarize it, it's, it's kind of like this show. I mean, it's a lot of work, but when I put in the work, I feel like I reap the benefits. I hope everyone else does. Um, it's been just such a great way to connect with people I didn't know or I did know, or um, hopefully people that everyone else feels like they've gotten to know, which is the point. If you recall back to my first episode and the way that I reach out to folks, um, everyone asked me, I, I sound like an influencer. Everyone's been asking me. Um, but people ask me, how do I get people on the show? And there are a couple ways. But one of the ways is I DM people on Instagram or on Twitter or I email them and I send them a one sheet about what the show is about. And if you recall the first episode, I said I wanted the show to be about things that mama, who is my grandma, gives a shit about. And I want it to be things that you all give a shit about, whether that's the best piece of advice someone's had or what it was like to play in a Super Bowl or um, what the Savannah Bananas choreography looks like. I can go on and on about examples, but I want it to be the stories behind these people, um, whether they're athletes, media coaches, the list goes on and on. But um, it's who make who we are, what makes us people, what makes us human. And I hope we've done that so far. 
So that, my friends, is season one of Scoop Du Jour, which is so cool to say. Like, I can't believe we did it. Or um, It's just been such a joy. And it doesn't mean it's going anywhere and it's not for long. It's just, you know, cool to put a little bow on season one. And um, just a massive thank you to so many people who have gotten it to this place. Um, and we won't be taking a break for too long, but um, just kind of working hard to make season two even bigger and better. So tell us who you want to hear from. Tell us what we should talk about, us being me. Um, and if you haven't already, subscribe. Like Scoop Du Jour on Instagram. And you can follow at Jordan Black on other socials, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube, to help this show do its thing. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow, like, subscribe on YouTube, um, give us a thumbs up and help make Scoop Du Jour what it's already become. So thank you for getting us to this place. And um, hopefully we continue, can continue to make it even bigger and better and greater than it's already been. So um, this is just a massive thank you and um, can't wait to keep it going.